In Georgia Ag and Review for the week of December 6th, there was some legislative progress made. But yet another piece of legislation has made some headway during this lame duck session, but this time it was the House that approved the child nutrition bill, sending it to the president for his signature and making it the first major legislation to clear the lame duck session of Congress. The $4.5 billion bill is identical to legislation passed by the Senate back in August and increases the amount of money schools are reimbursed by six cents a meal and also gives the government the power to decide what kind of foods could be sold and what ingredients may be limited in school lunch lines and vending machines. The Agriculture Department would be responsible in creating these standards, which would most likely keep popular foods like hamburgers and pizza in school cafeterias, but make them healthier, using leaner meat or whole wheat crust, for example. The bill also provides money to serve more than 20 million additional after-school meals to many children who currently only receive after-school snacks, and increases the number of children eligible for school meal programs by at least 115,000. And Randall Wiseman has details on some other legislative developments. Well, EPA's final rule for the numeric nutrient criteria for Florida's waters may be officially published, but the fight is far from over, as Adam Bassford with the Florida Farm Bureau gives us the latest. The Attorney General Bill McCollum and the Commissioner of Agriculture in Florida filed suit against EPA on the grounds basically that um, the EPA is overstepping the state's authority to regulate numeric nutrient criteria in the state and that those standards that they are putting forth are not um, fully based on science. The incoming Attorney General and Ag Commissioner have also joined the challenge, along with many others in Congress who have expressed their frustration through letters and other venues. Ambassador says that the Florida Farm Bureau fully supports all of their efforts. Without their support, we would have no voice hardly. And so they are really making a a great stand for, for Florida Uh, farmers and ranchers and citizens on this issue. So we just want to say thank you to them. And as we wrap up for this week, we hear about an unsettled issue from Everett Greiner. Farm subsidies have been a source of disagreement for a long time. Congress deals with it on a regular basis. The final resolution, nowhere near in sight. Right now, farmland is one of the best investments in the world. You put 50 acres or 5,000 acres of farmland up for sale and investors and speculators will come out of the woodworks. According to one environmental group, over half the farmland in America is owned by people who neither live on nor work the land. They do qualify for farm subsidy payments, though. In other words, these already wealthy people are being subsidized with yours and my tax money. Why is it so difficult for our lawmakers to deal with this issue? I mean, to me, it's simple. If you're not the owner who lives on and farms the land, you're not entitled to a farm subsidy. A professional athlete who makes $12 million a year gets a farm subsidy. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.